The countdown has begun. This May, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg, held in conjunction with our official partners, the Qatar Ministry of Commerce and Industry and Media City Qatar and premier sponsor QNB. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections and gain unique insights. Learn more at QatarEconomicForum.com. Chancellor Jeremy Hunt, thank you for making time for me, Chancellor. I know you've got a busy day ahead of you. So we've got inflation falling, growth's actually better than expected. But in a recent Bloomberg survey, the majority of finance professionals said that they see Keir Starmer as more market-friendly than Rishi Sunak. I wonder why you think that's still the case a year on from Liz Truss. Well, good morning, Lizzie. I, I think the answer is that we've been through a very challenging period in the British economy. Um, and as people see Rishi Sunak and my plan working, uh, we will start to see those numbers change. And when I became Chancellor and when he became Prime Minister, inflation was over 11%. Now it's down to 6.7%. That's a fall of 40%. Uh, we just heard uh, last week that our economy has recovered better than France or Germany since the pandemic. And that's because of the decision that Rishi Sunak took as Chancellor uh, to introduce the furlough scheme, the most, one of the most generous schemes in Europe. And so I think as people start to see that this is a government that is prepared to take difficult, long-term decisions to make our country more prosperous, uh, they will understand that the Conservative Party is the party of wealth creation that will mean in the end we have more money for our precious public services. Well, speaking of the long term, let's talk about HS2 because we are in Manchester. Your predecessor, one of, George Osborne, Conservative Chancellor, raises the question, how can any foreign investor trust a Conservative promise if you can't make certainty on HS2? Well, I'm really sorry to disappoint you, but I'm not going to be able to uh, talk extensively about that because uh, we haven't made a formal decision and at the appropriate time an announcement will be made. Um, but um, what I will say is that we would always want to invest in our economic infrastructure, but you would expect any Chancellor to want to understand why it is that it costs 10 times more to build high-speed rail in this country than it does in France. And so those are the discussions that we're having inside government. Well, how could the money be better spent? Well, I think uh, you're presuming that we're going to decide in one particular way. That decision has not yet been made formally, so I'm afraid you'll have to wait for all those discussions. But you'll have plenty of chance to ask those questions uh, when that decision has been announced. OK, the other big controversy that's looming over this conference is tax cuts. Many of your colleagues say you can't win an election without them. Michael Gove wants tax cuts for workers, but in January you told Bloomberg your priority, when it's affordable, are tax cuts for business. Is that still the case? Well, I'd like to have lots of tax cuts, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I think that uh, we have already cut business taxes when it comes to, for example, business rates. Um, the £13.5 billion pound package I announced at the autumn statement is about an average of a 10% cut. We've introduced, we've introduced capital allowances uh, for three years, uh, most generous capital allowances in the world introduced in the spring budget. But to answer your question very directly, um, if we want faster growth and also an end to taxes ever ratcheting higher, uh, that is possible but there are no shortcuts. And what I'll be saying this afternoon is if we're going to do that, we have to make it easier for businesses to grow. Uh, we have to spend taxpayers' money 
more efficiently. We need to reform the welfare state. Those are difficult decisions, but they are decisions that Rishi Sunak and I are willing to take because the choice in British politics is between a party that does want to bring down the tax burden and the Labour Party that doesn't. So you want to bring down the tax burden. How much headroom do you need to deem that it's affordable to cut taxes? Well, at the moment, we don't have that headroom at all. But how much would you need? Well, whatever the cost of a tax cut is. But we don't have that headroom because, in fact, since the spring budget, uh, our debt interest payments have gone up because the markets are pricing long-term debt more expensively than they did. Um, But... There's another reason why this isn't the right time for big tax cuts, which is even more significant, which is that they would be inflationary. Mm-hmm. If we put money in people's pockets, uh, they would spend that money and then prices would go up. And just at the moment that we're turning the tide on inflation, we wouldn't want to go in the opposite direction. So in your speech later, we're expecting you to make an announcement on raising the living wage. Are you worried that that could be inflationary? And are you going to offset the cost to business, for example, by a national insurance? The rising of the national living wage uh, won't affect the OBR's forecast for inflation going forward. Uh, It is very significant because it's a pay rise for 2 million of the lowest paid people That's because we're a government that wants to make work pay. Um, Since 2010, we've increased the uh, minimum legal pay rate by £9,000. And that is one of the reasons why you've seen unemployment come down by a million since then. So it's part of a bigger strategy that says we need to make work pay. Just finally, on the long-term decisions... We hear that you're planning to copy Canada's growth fund to try and boost growth. How much is the government going to pump into that? Well, um, I don't know what Canada's growth fund is, but I'll tell you where we have been saying that we want to copy Canada and Australia is that we want to make it easier for big pension funds to invest in growth companies. And in in Canada, they will be investing up to 15% of their portfolio in growth companies. Uh, Here, it's less than 4%. And that's what my mansion house reforms are trying to do. Now, we have got uh, the largest technology sector outside China and the United States. It's a great British success story. But we don't just want these companies to start in Britain. We want them to stay here. And this is part of the way we do that. The countdown has begun. From May 14th to 16th, a thousand global leaders will gather in Doha for the Qatar Economic Forum powered by Bloomberg. Join heads of state, influential ministers and leading CEOs to make new connections, gain unique insights and uncover valuable opportunities in one of the world's most rapidly rising regions. Request your invite for this exclusive event at QatarEconomicForum.com.